I dash W I double L dash W E D dash W I N I F R E D. Stop. Impo. When I cast him into Minkano. Welcome to the people's favorite podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph N.T., and you are listening to Sincerely Accra, across love letter to the world. Yes, people often ask, what is Sincerely Accra about? Tell them, it is across love letter to the world. Yes, we are platforming every single thing that we do, what we go through, because Ghanaians are what? Not a monolith. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. We're coming in hot, hot. I want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Kwame Asante Ofori. He is the co-creator and producer for this podcast. Yes, if you're listening to this podcast, Kwame is the one that's edited it and put it together. You know what I mean? Uh, and we both, you know, came up with this great idea of a podcast, you know. That's good, everybody. Hooked. <laughs> yeah, quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report. That is the GCR Network, the premier podcast hosting network. Uh-huh. You know the Ghana. <laughs> you know the whole Ghana Yes, people, welcome to another exciting episode Hey, I'm so happy to be back You guys remember that advert from like way back? And then like this old woman and she goes like Do you guys remember that advert? <laughs> that was the first time that I literally found out that the word nya in ga also meant to like jubilate. Because if you speak ga or you understand ga, nya means to like take a shit. You know what I mean? Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, like, I remember, like, watching this advert and I'm like, why would they let this woman say this on TV? I was, I, I was perplexed. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, listen, guys, I must say, I recently found out that they're increasing pork prices. Once again, was it not last year that we were on a space? And I literally told you guys that they want to increase the prices of pork. Well, girl, they did it. And now they're doing it again. Look, this one is from Adum News. It says, Ghanaian pig farmers have raised prices for pork meat, which with one kilogram previously priced at 26, now costing 30 cities. This decision was made due to increasing cost of production, including rising prices of soya beans, maize, drugs, transportation, and labor. Pig farmers are appealing to consumers to accept the new prices and support the industry. Thank you very much. As some way, quite the you know, and how it has been, you know, put down. Pig farmers are appealing to consumers to accept the new prices and support the industry. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what to say to this, you know. I mean, I feel like price hikes, you know, things just costing more than they're supposed to lately. You know how that saying goes, oh, it costs an arm and a leg. Child, y'all better throw a few more limbs up in there because <laughs> an arm and a leg, it don't be shit no more. At least not in this economy. Yeah. We're going through it. I mean, Domedo, Domedo Park. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But it is what it is. It's happening. It's going down. You know, there's also this whole um mess that's going on with like people recording, trying to get the IGP overthrown and stuff like that. It's so interesting to me. Ghana has become very interesting. You know, I feel like in the new age that we live in, you know, the internet culture and everybody just knowing everything instantly when it happens, a lot is being experienced from different perspectives. You know what I mean? Because like, I think most of us don't think about some of the byproducts of economic hardship. 
we don't think about it. Like we know, oh, people are going to be hungry, people are going to complain, but we don't think about like some of the Bible. Like for example, petty theft. Petty theft is definitely going to be on the increase because you every single time there's a price increment. You are further pricing people in um, a lower income tax bracket. You're further pricing them out of stuff, of participation in life. And petty theft is going to rise. We don't think about that. And this is yet another thing people are trying to overthrow. Like, I mean, you might say that maybe it's being inspired by the many coups that's happening on the continent. But, you know, that's a really, <laughs> it's a very tricky. I have still not made up my mind about how I feel about those. So, you know, we're just going to brush on to what Twitter said. Alright, this episode on what Twitter said We're going to be quoting Yokemzi That's Patrick Verona Yokemzi, yeah, yeah, yeah You know, we put out um the listener letter and the guy that was saying that, oh, you know, my fuck buddy who's like so perfect for me, she found somebody and said we can't be doing it anymore. Um, give me advice to like spoil it. Yeah. So we put that um video out and then she quoted and said, wait, he, sorry, Patrick Verona. He quoted and said she'll come back. They always do. And why don't say, hey, Patrick Verona, what lived experience have you that makes you so sure that this is a certainty? <laughs> she'll come back they always do and i saw quite a few people also said it you know and i thought about it i feel like you know hmm, it is kind of true because like this is somebody that like oh okay i want to see inside and you know since this is a crime like like he said people of people said we are all doing ourselves if a shake happens she'll come back to the comforter i and you know, at least the first one back out of it will be you you know what I mean? So you can also, I guess, an update to the advice. Like you can also, you got to be on standby. Hibernation, if you must. Um, yeah, but I, I thought that was very interesting, Patrick. And I, I, I just wanted to say it, you know. Um, the uh, other person I'm going to be shouting out for what Twitter said is Gideon Duke, who uh, quoted a tweet from Smooth Operator. That's at S underscore four. He said, we need to organize free therapy for y'all in this Accra. And uh, Gideon underscore Duke said, sincerely Accra over here. I must say... I am not, um, I'm not a qualified professional. I don't have any degree in advice giving or therapizing. Um, yes. If you, if you were to pay for me to be a therapist, I need you to know that you are paying for an unqualified person to talk to you about your business. Now, listen, if you insist, I will not, you know, turn the money down in this economy. The shige is a lot, you know. Finna insulate myself every now and then But I'm just saying I'm not a qualified professional And I just I found it interesting Because I'm like Oh can you imagine If people like Actually want me to be their therapist That's crazy Anyway guys That's what Twitter said <laughs> Now listen By the name By the subject By the description You know what it is You know what it's about to be <laughs> By the videos you have even seen Today we're going to be talking to One of the greats In the music industry Who has contributed so much to the sound The visuals Because you know Who this person represents for me Is a wholesome artist you, It's It wasn't just one pocket You know It's the sound It's the lyricism It's the album cover art It's the bars You know what I mean And then it's the music videos In all spheres of artistry you know, it was a lock. And so I'm not going to hold you guys further. I hope you enjoy this interview and I will catch you on the other side. Yeah. 
other side. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Cue music. Watch. E.L. Baby. Uh, am I gonna people day stand up? Uh, come on. Charlie, who be the best rapper? Do they for the game, then they claim it be E-L or yes. Charlie, you forget Tapa. Before they remain for the level, nobody go fit to contest. Give me how to work harder. Money in my mind, so I'm on my ground, working for my success. I go make you less Abba. Me, I know the battle, but I go, they make a battle rapper for yeah. If I make you wiggle and jiggle, baby. If you hear my song for the club, make you naked yourself. Make you move on to the dance floor with your pants on. Make a nigga jigger, cause you know be dog girl. Maybe I'll be digging you out. You got the nigga trying to figure you out. I wanna see you when you're licking the blast. I'm having money, I'm making the pizza. Me and my mother, hey, Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Oh God, it's never it's never an intro without me making a mistake. I remember, but yes, I'm back again, like I never left. You know what we do. <laughs> and today we're speaking to what we consider GH Music royalty. You know, um, iconic tunes. Everybody knows the bangers, and we're going to literally get into what it's all been about from the very beginning to where it is at now. We're talking to no other than Elom. Is it Adabla? Did I get it right? Right. There also known, famously <laughs> known as E.L. Lamy. Yeah. Yes, E.L. Baby. <laughs> the I hear you You grew up in Dansoman. Yeah, I did. I I literally lived all my life in Dansoman. Which part? Snitch Flats, Block 2. Oh, what about see. you? I lived Mama's Inn. Ma- Mama's Inn. Mama's Inn. That's yeah. where my mother lives right now. Really? So yeah. Mama, your mama is in Mama's Inn. Yeah. Oh, see, let's see. We're going to make with your track. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy did for Mama's Inn. Yeah, I grew up in that area. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I heard you went to Martin DePores. Yep. But why did you switch to Jack and Jill? Oh, we moved. You know, uh, we left. Um, that's that's man. We moved, relocated to Spintex Road. So we had to get a new school, everything. Oh. They make my sister and my brother, they went to um, Jack and Jill as well. And then after that, they went to GIS and then they shipped me to Presec. They shipped you to Presec. So yeah. you didn't go to Presec because you to, wanted it. No, no, no. no. Oh, so mine. you're not like a proud of that year. Oh, I, I mean, after after I graduated, I became a proud of that year. Right. Or even during, but that wasn't my option. Charlie, GIS did and <laughs> Presec did. Your you siblings know, are going to GIS. This, this, what you just said is actually feeding into some of the questions I was going to ask you. Oh, but um, did Dansuman impact your music taste in any way yes yes definitely um you know dan soman was at that time it was predominantly a ga um speaking community Mm. most of my friends were ga boys so we had that vibe about us you know when she jamaya just that's that kind of vibe very subconsciously affected me you know i've always wondered you're away right yeah so how is your gun so you know who because yeah. i grew up in dc baby Big oh, okay so you learned on the streets of dc yeah i learned i learned i learned a lot on the streets of dc like we used to walk every day back and forth to school right from, from mama's in to martin so it's, uh, yeah, me too. it's not like i grew up with a derby lifestyle as as as, as people but that, listen, that's how that's what it gave yeah that's what it gave that's because, what it's giving yeah you know? because like for example um i know you your early production on skillion's demo tape right. is this skillionaires yes right yeah skillions at the time th- yeah. those group of boys were considered that of a I don't think so. Really? I don't. And 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 if 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 we were, that wasn't our, our what would you call it? Really? Intention? No. Or you were just DC boys? Well, no, not DC <laughs> boys. I was. I think I was one of the DC boys. But mm. we're from all over. We're from Tema, Adenta, right? Spintex. Yeah, yeah. When did yeah. you know that? Like, you know, production was your thing. How did it start for you? There wasn't such like an actual point where I was like, I'm going to be a producer. It, it, it's. It's something that I just grew into. I enjoyed writing a lot. Mm. I always say the story when my mom would leave for work, she would always leave me with a um, an assignment to write an essay. So I, I, I became very. I'm a great writer. Really, That's one of my, my one of my greatest talents is writing. So it started from writing essays to writing poems. So I won a few poem competitions in school, and then you know, 
I began to write raps. Okay. You know, the poetry started to become rhythmic. Was this around the time that you began to be influenced by uh, Buster Rhymes and Obrafo? Yeah, exactly. Buster Rhymes. Obrafo was a little later down the oh, line. Oh, yeah. Pre-sec. But, yeah, pre-sec. Uh-huh. But, you know, listening to a, a, lo- a lot of these, I remember when I was in Jack and Joe, that's when I first came into contact with Buster Rhymes and what was the first Method, song? Method Man and... Wow, it was one of the older ones, man, on his Everything Remains Raw album. Right. That's one of me and Joey's favorite songs, by the way. Oh, okay. So that's basically how it came about, from poetry to rap. Mm -hmm. And then you started um, uh, music production. What software were you using? And so we started trying to find beats. Nobody wanted to give us beats, so we decided to start making our own beats. And I remember I was was on... uh, I went to London for the first time. I went shopping for CDs mm-hmm. and I found a CD that I thought was music, but it happened to be a music production game. So oh. I plugged that into my old Atari. Oh, yeah, Atari. Yeah, Atari, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I plugged it into my old Atari and I started making beats from there and then Fruity Loops and now we are wow. doing everything. Really, really cool. My first introduction to you yeah. was You Go Kill Me. All right. You know, say money no be problem. I see. Yes, and oh. I've recently come to understand that Sakodia was not supposed to be on the song and that yeah. it was Stargo. Yeah, it was Can Star you tell Go us song. that story? I know it, but the people don't. Story time, huh? Yeah. He just appeared in the studio. I always say that's that's the magic of, of certain artists. You know where to be at the right time. Mm. So we're producing the song for Stargo and then, you know, your man just appeared unannounced mm-hmm. and he had the rap and everything. And so he just laid it. It just happened like, like clockwork, like it was planned, but it wasn't planned. And I mean, at which point did you decide, okay, yeah, let's keep Sakodi on it because... Oh, I mean, we're, we're, we're producers, we're beat makers. So there wasn't a question about, oh, what are we going to do for Star? Well, now, oh my goodness. Oh, just, do something else. Yeah, do something else for Star. Mm-hmm. And I think we did. We and did. was the plan for you to be on the track as well? Uh, no, but I guess at that point, I mean, it was a vibe. I had a, a hook for it. I was like, yeah, I'm also going to do my hook. And it was cool. We all mm. just making music, you know. And um, the next thing we knew, it was all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. It was a banger. And a, banger. a lot of people cre- <laughs> a lot of people credit it uh, to be the start of Azuntu. Do you agree? This, that's when Azuntu actually blew up. It's, it's when Azuntu actually became a big deal. Because I started getting calls from all over. And then I remember the first time we were skeptical in the very beginning when the Azonto craze started because we mm-hmm. weren't sure if it was real or it was, it was a just fad, it was a gonna fad be, yeah. or just a group, small group of, group, group of people somewhere who liked it and it wasn't. But I remember we went for a show um, at was it the National Theater, the conference center, one of them, mm-hmm. and we're backstage and we were about to perform there. You could kill me song. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jesu was there. I, I reminded Jesu about this. He was also backstage. And I said, Charlie, I did go on stage with Sack to go and perform the You Go Kill Me song. I was like, ah, you sure? <laughs> I was like, bro, you just watch. And when the song started, when that intro, that ping, ping, ping came up, yeah. that was it. And everybody was uh, everybody was converted at that point. It reminds me of my, you know, my heyday. Yeah. <laughs> Am I not so? Yeah. No, it was fun. That yeah. tune, like, yeah. yeah, what a time. And then, you know, we are, this is 2012, I believe. Or it's around 2000, yeah, 2011, yeah. 2012. Because not long after that, something else dropped. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. as far as album covers goes, Right. It's one of the best out of the country. <laughs> and I'm not even saying that because like, like I'm telling right. you, yeah. when we decided to do the interview, I realized how much of your art I have consumed. <laughs> that cover was so nice. Yeah, big ups to Hansen Akati for Hansen, that. Yeah, oh, Hansen it was so that. dope. It yeah. was so dope. Okay, yeah. so something else. Yeah. What? Yeah. That 25 songs. Was it 25? Yeah, about 25 songs. With it was 13 a CD. hits. Yeah, you had that. Yeah, Who does that? <laughs> How many people have thirteen hits on on an album? Yeah, yeah. It's an hero. It was a great start. It was Let's a really, start. Really great start. Open more. Oh, me and Chai, if you ask me, I know we'll more of them. You don't, you don't remember? Obu more on it. Kalu. Kalu. 
Mami, what's up? Was Mami, what's up? One Ghana was on it. Mimi was on it. Mimi was on it. Auntie Martha was on it. Auntie Martha uh, was that. Yeah, the, a I bunch think, of songs. Which, what would you say is your biggest song on something else? On something else? Yeah. Probably Obumo. Obumo? Probably Obumo. Really? Yeah. It wasn't Auntie Martha? Mm, Auntie Martha was good too. You know be any matter I just wanna marry your daughter today. Today, so it's good to. I mean, it's hard to. Antimata appealed to a certain demographic, and Nobu more so appealed to a certain demographic. But Antimata is a strong contender too. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the process of making that project. That was your first big project. Yeah, I know you had dropped a couple of singles, but what was the yeah. sentiments behind it? When you were thinking just, about like the sound that will go on there, the features. Because yeah. one thing people don't realize about you, I think a lot of people like to say, like tag you to Azunto quite a lot. But mm. if you listen to the album, mm. you realize that you are very diverse in your sound as well. Yeah. So what was the thinking that went into it? I'm making my first album. Uh, what am I giving the people? I wasn't thinking about I'm making my first album. It was just me just doing what I love, you know, just recording music, making mm. music, making my beats, just being a studio animal. I live, I still do live in the studio. Mm. You know, most of the time I'm in the studio space. So I'm always thinking about how to make this sound in my head come out, you know, how I'm going to play it. Mm. So I, w- I didn't approach it with the aim of recording an album. The thing is I had a lot of songs and we just had to go through them and select the ones that we thought were great to put on an album. I have over over 150 un- unreleased songs. So if I want to release an album, it's a matter of the difficult part is actually picking the songs, mm. going through the songs and saying, okay, these are the ones that we're going to use and forget about the rest. I really enjoy your sequencing, like on a song, like yeah. for example, Lifesaver, which was my favorite of something else. sings for a great part of the beginning of the song yeah. you almost forget that EL is supposed to be on yeah, and then yeah. when you come on it's like yeah. it yeah. breathes new life into yeah. the yeah. and I, I enjoy that mm. yeah so there's, that's, a way, there's, there's a way to do it but if you ask me I, I can't explain it to you, you guys lady I really can't tell you how we come up with these <laughs> things it's it's a it's a vibe it just happens because you're that vibe, good bro. It's, it's not even me being good but when you do something over and over again for a long time you begin mm-hmm. to get a certain extraordinary uh, perception of how to do it right and that's what the, that's the thing i'm not too extraordinary i just do the ordinary extra times that's what i how I involved were you in like the visuals of that whole process because you know you had some really now that i look back you had really iconic um, music videos because yeah. you were pulling adwa smart freda mugi yeah, yeah you know big big uh people in your yeah. videos yeah yeah that was, was very animated you had was, like four asian guys at a time yeah, dancing yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah that was that was a lot credited to alvin um at, oh, at that okay. time alvin also came up with some great 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 ideas for you know, videos. I mean, outside the box type of ideas. Mm. So at that time, and Alvin and I used to work together. I used to come up with those crazy ideas. Nobody would really understand it until it's, it's Out done. There. Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, a Bentley taxi. Nobody really mm-hmm. came up with anything like that. So, you know, that is that type of outside the box thinking that I've also tried to carry, carry with me with videos following that era. Like, yeah. um, Shalele and uh, uh, what was what that video it? where you were chasing the girl in the market? I forget the exactly. Name. Um, uh, Minabo Po, listen, that is stuff like who that. was doing that. Money, hey, 
So make she no complain. Come on, like a boy, Jimmy Jolly. You be my baby. And they never yeah. no, was, yeah. and I if I won't bang, you know, that type yes. of thinking. I, I like the know. choir in the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. Very I always, I always, I always try and say, okay, what has been seen before and then how to completely avoid that yeah. and then try and do something which is totally left from everything. I see. Yeah. So you, we know you double as a producer or like, you know, you started in production before you start, you came on. And yeah. I know you also produce for other artists. For yeah. example, one of my favorite songs that you've done, um, Sokode. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I really love that song. So, very bad. The, right. How do you oh <laughs> how bad. do you make sure you're not imposing your sound on the artists that you are, you yeah. know, because it's like you have a sound you enjoy to work with when you are making your own music. So yeah. as a producer for other people, how does that work? Uh, I'll, I'll impose my sound. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will. Because that's why you're here. You're here to for the work ELs together. Out. Yeah. So the imposition is not like I'm trying to evade to invade your creative space we are working mm. together you know so definitely you're going to get a small piece of what I have to bring to the table and as a producer also a skill is to learn how to listen to what your the person you're working with wants mm, and try and make that come to life so I have my identity as an artist and as a producer and there's definitely going to be that infused into whatever what's do. your favorite song that you've produced that's not for you Favorite song I've produced that was not for me, probably Heartbeats with Ifia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably like Heartbeats with Ifia. I uh, co-wrote that song with her. I did the, remember I was in Canada somewhere. I That's made, the one on Genesis, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're re- listening to it recently and we're all just like, wow, this no, is No, it's great. Yeah, I always tell Ifia, Genesis was a great album. Very beautiful album. Yeah. Very beautiful album. So probably that song. Okay, so let's talk about the bar projects. I'm going to be very honest with you. Mm. I'm one of those people that like just, I intentionally didn't get into the bar projects mm. because I enjoyed There's the singing, like, right. hip hip life vibe more, right, right, you know. But right. then um, at the time I was working with Aduma and okay. so I believe she was on the uh, bar yeah, floor, right? Yeah, so I listened yeah. to that one song. That one song. <laughs> but let's talk about the bar projects. What one, like two, one, two. best African rapper, what was yeah. the inspiration behind doing the bar projects? Right. And I see how like you used to tie it into the bar concerts. Yeah, yeah, so what was yeah. the inspiration between those? It was just, you know, like you said, um, I had been making a lot of, you know, other types of music. Um, the Azonto, Hip Life, even high life type mm-hmm. music and people were beginning to forget or I was, be- I was beginning to feel like I was losing touch with my hip hop roots. Right. So at that time, this lady who I was going out with, uh, when you were just lying around and she was like, why don't you just drop a mixtape or something? And you mm-hmm. call it, she actually came up with most of the ideas. So I have, I have a, a knack for, for associating with people who have also very creative ideas. Right. And so she was like, yeah. And, and so we started talking about it. I was like, yeah, we'll call it best African rapper. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, bar, right? Like you're dropping bars. You're dropping bars. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come so, on, double entendre. Yeah, double entendre <laughs> type, yeah. type thing. So, that's where the whole idea came from. It's like, so we dropped it. We didn't even think about dropping it for like a series type of thing, just a one-off thing. Mm. We dropped it, and then people loved it so much. And like Yankobium, and then it turned into a. Now we're looking at bar seven. But oh, you're, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Bitch, I feel like I'm the shit. Hey, whoa, hey, bitch, I feel like I'm the shit. Hey. Bitch, I feel like I'm the shit. Yeah. Oh, bitch, I feel like I'm the shit. Hey, whoa. Hey, bitch, yeah. I feel like I'm the. 
once upon a nation My mama born a baby The doctor told my pops, yo, you don't know the monster y'all are facing Young Rummy, I'm half and half amazing The man behind the matrix But my mind, they contemplate sense Like why I can't walk for that, my naked So Charlie, I park from Harlem Station Panic attack, my heart is racing I'm Trying to start a conversation with myself But I sparked a confrontation Like fuck that, how Because I know Bar 6 came as well yeah, One thing I've realized is that Especially with the concerts You put on a lot of like new acts and yeah. stuff You yeah. like to collaborate with it. Yeah. What is the thinking behind that? Because you I know mean, these days yeah. Anytime um, an old cat is collaborating with a new cat. They mm, say, mm. "Oh, you're trying to get clout." Get clout, yeah. 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 Nah, so clear not, it up. Lobby no, don't need me, no, no clout. I don't. Lobby no need. I mean, I I put underground artists on on bar. I don't even go looking for mainstream artists, right? Like, no, I put my boys on, and then if I spot anybody who I see is working really hard and who's talented, I'll, I'll hit you up myself and say, "Charlie, I want you to be on bar." and 90% of the time they are really happy to do it so I don't I don't do it for for for, for clout yeah no. No. okay then we come to 2016 when you dropped Everybody Loves Original Music right yeah. which is my favorite uh, EL project mm-hmm. because first of all I felt like the name of that album was so genius yeah, album, yeah. and then you did this thing where you decided to go and do Kwame Kuma Part 2 right yeah that is the to me, that's the best thing you have ever done. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I love, no, listen, yeah. I, I'm as obsessed with Obrafo as you were. Yes. And yes. I think I didn't even expect it. The mm-hmm. album started that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's, it's, it's been a long, long time dream of mine, man. Obrafo taught me so much. Yeah. I used to buy his, his cassettes. I know you used to run away from Prosec to come and listen to it because you didn't have anything to hey, listen to it on, on true. in school. We, we couldn't listen to it in school. So we used to break bounds and come home and listen to like, you know, just mad like tracks on tracks yeah. or Bra 4. Then we listened to some Eminem and all that. So it was definitely... What was, what was the conversation like? I, I hit up Hammer uh-huh. because I knew Hammer from going to last two, mm. you know, from way back. So... Hama, Hama knew what I was working on and he said, oh, no, no problem. He'll bring up Bafo. I was like, get out of here. And then the next thing, you know, Bafo comes through to the studio. Wow. And I, I, I was, a, I, mentally I was a mess because yeah. I wouldn't know how to. So I was just trying to control myself and comport myself <laughs> as much as possible and be professional. But recording him was one of the highlights of my career you know just recording him in the studio and uh we've done some work after that Uh but that particular time just that first hit was just was just amazing so yeah that song that song was because the way it starts the oh yes yeah yeah yo yeah yeah. that is a song that was a magical time it was it was hello With Elom, we also had a lot of other major hits. What was the Elom period like for you? Ah oh, man, it was just, bro, I, bro. Most of my life, I'm, I'm just sailing through, man. Mm. Most of my life and whatever I do, like my university career, just sailing through, just going with emotions. My high school career, same thing. If you ask me, <laughs> if I remember this time, the kindest, I won't, because most of the time I'm just gliding through. I have a very Laissez-faire, really? as, as, as my mom says, attitude. So you were not like top, top, top in class and things like that. No, I've never been top in my class. I've never been top in many things. Probably in except music, Ghana music, because then Ghana you got uh, uh, artist of, artist the, year, of the year, which, which many even, said you paid for. I said I paid for that one too. So <laughs> how much is the artist of the year? I, I don't even know, man. So I, I, I wouldn't know what the vibe was like at that time, but I just enjoyed every single bit of music that I created uh, mm. for, for that for that album as well. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then, well, after Elom, my producer insisted I ask you about this. So you worked on um, a mixed or a joint tape with AI. They see, yes. 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 Yeah. 
Ijuma. Yes. Was oh, one yes, of the greatest. Ijuma. Yes. Still in work mode. Of course, we still in work mode. <laughs> Turn a nigga out. Let him know. Let's work. Let's work. How you get that? Kwame, this is where you play the song. Um, he wants to know why you picked AI. Yeah. And what was your highlights of work uh, working on that project with him? Oh man, it was so much fun. I actually, I actually targeted AI because he's just so fucking talented. Sorry for my French, but oh, we 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 cast oh, up here. Yes. Fuck dumb shit. Fuck dumb shit ass. Penis vagina. Shabaduba. <laughs> okay. You can say everything. Shabaduba. <laughs> okay. But I, uh, yeah, I actually he had a show somewhere, and I went to sit in the back, and I was watching, and after that, I, I'm, I, I was a fan, so I went up to him, mm. and he was like, I was like, yo, Charlie, let's let's link up. Yeah. yeah, and you guys and then, like the tone. You guys have this tone that actually fits. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We rub off um, on each, each other, other a lot. I know. Pause. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that time working together was also was also great. We started with just one song. We just decided to meet at a studio, record one song, and it became a whole project, and mm. it became a, a whole thing. Mm. So that was also a very a very interesting time as well in your life. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, twenty nineteen. Um, you yeah. know, I I did hear in an interview you did that your your dad initially was not so keen on the music thing yeah. up until you know you started to actually become yeah. You know, yeah, yeah um around the time that your um i would say before you left for america mm. you know you weren't like putting out as much music as before yeah around that time was there some aha moments or like i told you some moments happening with your father no 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 um in the beginning, there was a lot of resistance. You know, most of my life, and that's the thing about Ghanaian parents, they will try and nudge you towards a certain thing that they mm. believe is best for you. Mm-hmm. And we can't blame them for that. But, you know, I try and encourage everybody who becomes a parent because right now all my friends around me are <laughs> now popping out babies like it's... Ugh. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Why well, you don't want kids? Uh, I don't know. You don't know yet? I want kids. I just don't want the stuff that comes with it yet <laughs> especially the, the 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 crying i can't i can't i'm not gonna vital you don't bonding yes around for the crying part yeah but what are we even talking about your you dad know, parents how, yeah, how they, yeah, he yeah. Feels about i always them. encourage parents to like listen to your kids and mm-hmm. try and gauge their interests and really really encourage encourage those things because i remember when i wanted to go to presec even i wanted to go and study visual arts mm-hmm. because I'm a creative guy, but you know, nudging the nudging. So uh, after I won Artist of the Year, it changed a whole a whole bunch mm. of perception for my parents, and they saw, "Oh, you do this shit for real." I was like, "Yep." I, do I remember you did real. this video where you went to present the award. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to, show it to my parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so from then, it's it's been do you, you know? Right. So regardless of the highs and lows that come, I mean, I'm always going to be free and I'm, I'm a grown ass man I'm, I'm allowed yeah. to do whatever I want before I mean I don't know the actual timeline but before you left for America mm. Dope Nation, Dope Nation had yeah. come into the scene yeah and many would argue that they were literally they sounded like you yeah um, even in an interview that you did you said one time you heard a song and you thought mm, it was you I was you. driving I thought it was me <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that you realized it was them yeah it's not my song um, yeah. around the same time you also dropping uh, some singles yeah and it's like Ghana was living for what Dope Nation was putting out, but not mm. so much for what you were putting out. Mm. What was your sentiments around that time? How did you feel about that? I didn't look at it that way. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's a there's a seasonality to this industry, and there's a certain energy that is you have to have if you're going to release music. Mm. And at that time, I didn't have that energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going through a lot of uh, mental turmoil. Mm-hmm. Which was no fault of anybody else but but but, but me. So it, had, it didn't have anything to do with anybody else. Mm-hmm. If your music is good and you have the energy behind it, it's going to transcend. It's going to move. So one of the reasons why I actually left because I didn't feel that energy within myself oh, okay. to even to even try, you know. And even when I left, I wasn't away for that long. I was away for eight months. 
Mm. But it felt so long to people. And that's when the messages started coming. Oh, where you did? We miss you. This, 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 this. I was like, I've been away for that long. So that also started giving me more encouragement to, you know, give it another time, give it another world, give it another chance. Uh, do you have so. friends in the industry? I do, but I have like a very small friend. circle. Oh, I do, I, do have, I do have close friends in the industry. Oh, okay. But I, uh, I have a very close circle of friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm not friends with, uh, everybody, I'm not too close to everybody. I'm a little weird sometimes. <laughs> weird, so not, yeah. So not everybody. You're a selective extrovert. Yes, I'm uh, selective something extrovert, like that. Something like that. I'm inherently an introvert, but when it's time for showtime, I'm. I'm Isn't it, it always so. funny? Like introverts that venture into show business, like it's you know so, what you're signing up for. Uh, man, I didn't know what I. <laughs> like I said, I've been just going with the flow most of my life. So by the time I realized there was a microphone in my hand and I was pushed onto the stage. So, right. yeah, my first show, for example, was a complete disaster because I didn't know <laughs> what I was doing and I was booed off stage. Oh, but wow. I'm a, yeah, so I don't, I'm, I'm not really your average entertainer. I, I mm. try my best to be as social as possible, but most of the time it's very difficult. It's very, yeah, because yeah. I, I actually did not see you on the like red carpets as much like when yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this year this year they they actually called me to come yeah yeah the one one of the organizers said today uh, this trip you are coming to the gmas and oh. no 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 you are coming <laughs> to the gmas it's like yes sir so yes ma'am so yeah i mean i'm, I'm trying You're trying it's to be back not, it's not i'm not trying to be back i ne- i really never left mm-hmm. but um, I'm trying to be more social, out there, out yeah, there. more social oh, because okay. it's necessary. I mean, mm. it doesn't it doesn't help when you're. You had a, like a brief stint acting yeah. with Shirley. Oh yeah, that was. I that saw was, you. I think it was yeah, Adam's that was Apple. a long time ago. Adam's Apple. Did you always have an interest in acting, or it was just something that came onto your plate? Actually, actually, at that time, it was just because there was a check involved. <laughs> I, needed, I needed i needed cash yo so they didn't the take a lot of convincing that, that no was... it didn't take a lot of convincing and in the auditions too you're gonna you're allowed to kiss uh, some some girls some fine girls <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to do some acting now E-L, so, oh God. so uh we went for the audition i didn't get the part of the kissing the girl but i got because i was i'm still very nerdy and I had my glasses on, and yeah. so they gave me the doctor role. Ah, yeah, I remember. One of, yeah, they gave me a doctor. And role. I, I saw you won um, an award for producing music for a Sting in a Tale. Yeah, I, 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 I had scored, no idea. Yeah, I scored um, for for. That's Spire one of my favorite Shirley movies, a Sting in a Tale. Right, right. So I, I was. was, yeah. was uh, I didn't expect it. I was at a studio, and they said you've won an um, an African Academy Movie Award. Right. Like, okay. Hey. We move. We move. Yeah. Uh, how many hours do you have? Do you have plenty, plenty, plenty. It's, well, you've not counted them. I don't even know where some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing. I don't know oh where some of them are. I've, I've, I've got quite a bit. I'm actually in the process of like collecting them all. Uh, then you yeah. can properly like. I don't be, I don't be that serious, bro. I, I take <laughs> no, you know very what? less you friendly, you but sail through everything. I just sail through so it. You're also sailing through this one. You know, when you're growing, you, you begin to, you know, become a little bit more. Yeah. So, yeah. Where did, this is crazy, Charlie. Where did it come from? This is crazy, Charlie. It was done by uh, a friend of mine. He lives in Osu. Mm. He actually moved to South Africa for a while, but he's back in Osu now. Uh-huh. But like, oh, Charlie, let's get a tag because everybody else had one. Somebody had, can you feel it? Somebody had, oh. um, it's a hit, man, at that time. E-F-Y-A. So, like, E-F-Y-A. so I was like, okay, let's do one and say, say, say something crazy. This is uh, crazy, Charlie. And I, yeah, say it louder. And then that was where it came from. Dope, and, dope. Yeah. You know that according to Wikipedia, your net worth is $700,000. Charlie, <laughs> it could be true. It could it, it, it could be false. I uh, think it's false. Given how in your recent interviews, you have explained that your time in America yeah. has brought you a lot of money. Yeah, uh, uh, doing delivery. Yeah. Oh, you don't get that much money doing delivery. No, you don't get I, that much money doing delivery. If if you did got that much money doing delivery, everybody would be doing it. But I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to have great streaming numbers. I'm blessed to have a great foundation. I'm blessed to have different talents. So I just, mm-hmm. I just don't do music. I have other things that I that Oh, really? I do. Like what? Can yeah. you tell us? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, that's, that's not part it's of... It's private, right? It's not in the public. Private, but I don't, I don't make too much... I don't make most of my 
revenue doesn't come from music. It comes from mm, other places. True. Yeah. yeah. I, I also know that I think you did a brief, you worked briefly at the Ministry of is it information? Foreign Affairs. Foreign Affairs. Yeah. Was that yeah. National Service? That was National Service. And I was uh, I was made to stay after that for a short time. Did you learn anything from that, please? Not a thing, bro. <laughs> not, not, not even one. I didn't learn anything from that. We just sat around. Basically, we just sat around and, yeah. and chat. And, that was know, it? You guys are talking? They talked and made out. That's it. Did you say made out? Yeah, talk and make out. <laughs> it was crazy, man. That, yeah, was, that was a crazy time, man. Like, okay, yeah, we didn't we didn't have too much to do. Moving right along, what what is your what are your thoughts on the current state of the music industry? Uh, I think it's growing in the right direction, just not fast enough. You've also said recently that you feel like we're 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 not the people we're not focusing oh, on. Oh yeah, we're definitely not promoting the right people. Oh okay. Um we are promoting some of the right people, but not all of them. I want to know like some of the people we should be promoting. But if I mention it, that's that's to say that they're not doing as well as they should, and that would just make oh, the whole thing. You mentioned someone, the culture daily show. And so go go watch the culture daily <laughs> okay, show. Okay, yeah, go watch it over there. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to mention anybody's name. It's a little touchy. I know how artists it is, yeah. yeah. So and when you mention you know, it, I'm like, oh, you're not really doing that well, but yeah, but we should look at artists who are marketable, who speak the language. Let's not look at artists who will go and not be able to communicate what we are trying to market to the rest of the world in in, in, in the most apt way. Mm. And we have artists who are experts at doing that, who can translate our culture and our creative sentiments well to the rest of the world. So... We need to promote those people. Exactly. So let's talk about your new single, Chop Life. Yeah. It's yeah. a jam. It is. Yes. It is. It is. Thank Are you, you serious? so much. It is. Oh, let's I, do this right now. I'm going to start a rhyme and you're going to continue. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Okay. Fuck COVID-19, I'm an African king. If I know, I ain't worried about those. Fuck COVID-19, I'm an African king. If I know, I ain't worried about those. They call Ghana the land of gold, but Ghana Mukulakabo. The daytime, I they take it slow. Come on, love from and I like to roll. The girl say she did come talk business. Now I be like she did take off her clothes. Baby bend down and touch your toes, like you did hand wash your dirty clothes. From to the back of my thing on swole. Listen, them slack let your exes know. Yes and no, the love's in my heart, then my testicles. Maybe one day we go get to know. You know what I don't like? You know like bad vibes. Chop life, sleep all day, party all night. Charlie, when I see the bag, it's on sight. When I see the bag, it's on sight. You know like bad vibes. I know like on and on and on and on, baby. Yeah, chop life. Oh, listen, I love the song so much. Thank you. Thank We're you actually so. gonna use it in this episode. I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm drop like, that. Wow, drop that. Yeah. No, you know the flow. Yeah. Hey, L man, you're really talented, and Thank I don't you. know if the people in your corner let you know, but I think you've you have actually contributed quite a lot Thank to you. the industry. Yeah. When I look back at the music videos, man, mm. nobody. Yeah. And it makes sense yeah. that you like Buster Rhymes. You know, those quirky, Ooh, animated yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I saw you used to do that a lot from top the Something three, Else era. Top three, Buster Rhymes didn't talk about me. So, um, really dope. I just like, it's not really too much about rap for me. Mm-hmm. It's about how the rap makes you feel. Mm. You know, because not everybody has time to listen to lyrics that much. I do that for the bar people. But, right. you know, for me, my, my heart and soul is about how the rap makes you feel. Mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. listen up. And it's relatable you know, music. Yeah, like yeah. when you listen to <laughs> one yeah. gun for your pocket. Yeah, it's relatable. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. taking you on a journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. My last question to you, um, and we're going to answer listener letter, by the way. Okay. Um, our listeners ask us advice for their lives and you help me give somebody advice. Oh. But I want to know, what's the one thing you want Ghanaians to understand about you? Um, I am, uh, I'm just a regular guy, but I have very unregular gifts mm. and I think that pertains to everybody else on this earth so be humble because even though you might be special mm-hmm. everybody else is special so humility is number one for me um, I've learned so much about who I am and I've come to realize that regardless of what talent you have regardless of where you've been who you know how much money you have in your pocket humility is first of 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 all. So yeah. uh EL is a humble guy, EL not the rush. EL is just a regular guy trying to do something that he loves. 
Eel is the humble guy. Eel no the rush. That can be in a song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to see your crowd. Thank um, you. Stick and stay, guys. We're going to answer a listener letter with Eel. So tell us the whole story. So no, you know, no. We know her. I, I don't know her. Then how, how I, I don't know her. She just, we never met. We've just been talking on social media. She just texted me one day out of the blue. And she was like, hello, Lomi. All right, we're back and we're going to do our listener letter. Listen, so I, I give my, uh, the people that write the letters, I give them names. Right. So that we protect their, their image because they say and admit some really crazy things. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is right. a guy, what should we call him? Uh, let's call him Eric. Eric. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Eric says, hello, Joseph. Hope you see my letter because I need your perspective on this. I went on two dates with a girl and I, and I admitted the first time that I had never been to the restaurant she took me to before. She picked the place. We connected on Instagram and had been speaking for three weeks before we went on that date. After date two, which was at her place, mm. I realized that her good friend was one of the girls in my fuck buddy rotation. So I ended things with her. Mm. Fast forward a month later, I took a different girl to that same restaurant and ran into her. After what I felt was a very cold hello, mm. she said this to me word for word. Barely a month and you are bringing someone else to the restaurant I introduced you to. Mm. She didn't even stand around for me to reply and she walked off. I've been thinking about this for a while now and I want to know, is there a justification for this? Am I wrong for going there with another girl after only one month? Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Of course. I mean... He's wrong? No, he's not wrong. It's a restaurant. It's a, it's a nice restaurant. She doesn't own the restaurant, does she? So nah, Charlie. She introduced him to the restaurant. She introduced him to the restaurant, but he could have found out about the restaurant any other way. I mean, it's yeah. it's really not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think deal. what it is is that she's upset about how things ended. Yeah, he should have told her that uh, I don't like your uh, your circle of friends. Or I don't think it's like he's he's fucking somebody from a circle of friends. It's not that he doesn't like. He's them. fucking somebody one of her friends. Yes, and so I guess for him it's like even if we become serious and I no longer fuck it, the fact that I have fucked one of your friends before could be a problem. Yeah, but okay, then he dropped the ball there because that's a conversation he should have had with somebody if he really liked her. Then he should have just told her that hey, yeah, uh, you and I mean your friend and I we yeah. used to fuck, but. It's not going to happen anymore if we get serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about communication. So Actually, if he didn't tell her, he just, just, just dumped her like that. Yeah. Then he probably, he probably should apologize for that, but not for going back to the restaurant because Charlie, if you did hungry, the place, you know, <laughs> the food is <laughs> if yeah. the food is nice, if the food is nice and you have some new nice chick you want to impress. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I actually agree. I think, you know, even if you don't want to go back to her, yeah. I would, try and reach out and explain yeah. what happened yeah. because right now she's walking around with some mind that you are this kind of person yeah so it's yeah. It's, it's really it's it's all about communication yeah, if, if you speak to the girl and you know and she she could probably tell you oh yeah with that girl she's cool let's have a threesome and then you have even <laughs> a bigger uh, a bigger opportunity yeah, you know I had no idea you were this wild I'm not wild just because I said a three something. Like, wait. <laughs> 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 well, look at all the possible, the, all the possible, possible uh, okay. outcomes. Yeah, it could, I it, it see. could happen. But if you don't communicate it, you don't know how it's going to uh, turn out. So, Well, Eric, you said if you communicate, you could get a three something. If you don't communicate. Communicate today and get a three Three something. Else you go back to Pamela. Or else you go back to, who's Pamela? <laughs> <laughs> You get it? <laughs> Miss Miss Pamela. And and with that, we're going to come to the end of this amazing episode. EO, thank you so much for coming on our well, show. Thank you so much. Uh, where can the people find you anywhere, everywhere? Do you have um, anything coming out? What's social up? Social media. I'm on uh, all the platforms. You know my platforms. EL, Rep, GH, ELGH. Um, I'm everywhere. So just, uh, just look yeah. for me, man. I'm on threads now. You know, we are all on threads. We are, we are there against our way. We can't be deleted. Yeah, we are threading softly. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I'm everywhere. Just uh, check the LRPGH yeah. guys, aliens yeah. everywhere. Get yeah, busy. Everywhere. You know what it and, is. And blast chop live because yeah. we don't like bad vibes. We don't like bad chop live. Sleep, sleep all, all night day. and part. No, sleep, sleep all day and party all, all night. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and it's a new single coming out. So get ready for that. Oh, one okay, well. it yeah. probably might be out before this comes out. But anyway, we'll still run them. Thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. Stick and stay, guys. I'll be back to do the shout outs. Nice. All right. So, can you show me what you got? Yeah. Without wasting too much time, I know. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so I call it, I call it like a, a hoppy sound. Okay. It's a hoppy and happy sound. I like mm -hmm. to describe it as hoppy because it's got this hop to mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's All got right. this bounce about it. Um, okay. 
Let me show you. It's um, let me find something around that. Okay. Something like this. So you can hop with this, right? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is about 112 BPM. I like to keep it around that area, 112 to about 120. You can okay. go as high as you want to go, but this is my preference. So okay. the kicks come in. The thing about the kicks is not to overdo it, you know, right. just something to keep the um, the bounce going. So. Right, right. Add some more kicks. Okay. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Some African rims and snares. Okay. There you go. Like. I always like to put little things in there to accentuate the sound, like my vocal effects. that you can do with this but for me this is just enough to get me rocking and bouncing you know? mm -hmm. rocking and bouncing <laughs> i like that all right we're back we're back we're back we're back oh my goodness yeah <laughs> hope you enjoy that interview and you you know you got to learn a little bit more about the man they call lomi you know yeah i i'm starting to enjoy doing these you know i feel like you get to you get to learn so much in such a what one hour conversation which is cut down to what you guys get <laughs> but like yeah it's uh, it's interesting i guess i'm getting a lot of perspective on like fame from different people and so i really do hope that you guys are um you know are following the conversations online and in that vein i want to say you should definitely check out our interview with b4 bonat that's our new episode outs on Behind the Hits on our YouTube, exclusively on our YouTube, Beef Obona. Now listen, you might say, who is Beef Obona? Or why should we... Uh, Beef Obona is... Listen, you want to listen to that interview. He's back doing music. And um, here's a little clip if you think that you need some convincing. 2017 mm -hmm. was a big year for you. Yeah. I feel like the kind of things that you were able to do in 2017 was very big. So mm -hmm. first of all, let's begin with Dear God. Right. Dear God... I had it everywhere. Dear God, if you hear my mm -hmm. cry, I'm, I'm on my knees. I'm calling. I, I need, need you right, right now. Hey. Lord, make her blow. See. I still want blow. So, Lord, oh, if you didn't hear me, dear. You blow before. <laughs> so, That's it's coming again. Yeah. Game, yeah. How, how was it like making that record? Who, who produced Dear God? Zodia. Zodia. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, Zodia from the scratch. It was in the Mim Live Studios. Mm. Um, one night, uh, it was a daytime. Sir. Yeah. It oh. was in the daytime. Um, I grew up in Shekakra. So most, most, most of the times I used to have so many people in the studio. Obi, I had the We're in the studio. You know how it, like, way, yeah. Obi bought PlayStation. Obi bought mm. Zodiac and so born idea. Me or, or, or trying to be because Kradi, I couldn't bear. I could, I, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, everything was going on, but then still, I was working. I was do you, working. Like, do you write? Do you write down in like a book, or you use your phone to? How do you write your your raps? No, dear God, I didn't write it. Hey. I sang it. I sang it from the heart. It was from within. Most really? of the songs you've heard me do, I, I sang it. Metoye, cause uh huh. Metoye, cause sana me feel at the moment. Do you get what I'm saying? So, how did you get stuck on the remix? This episode of Sincerely Accra is powered by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Grab an ice-cold Jameson, Sprite, and lime. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this audio experience because you know it's bound to be a good time on Sincerely Accra. Now with Jameson. 
All right, definitely, definitely go check that out. It's up on our YouTube. You know, if you haven't seen the one that we did with uh, Kitty, you should check that out as well. It's on our YouTube. Subscribe while you're there and leave a comment because then your your comment could be read like I'm about to do right now. Now, this is from at Florence's, Florence Santos 8295. Florence Santos 8295. This was under the Kitty video, by the way, Kitty interview on, on YouTube. She says... This was so beautiful to watch. How Joseph humanizes Kitty is amazing. I've never seen this side of him. And also, hearing the stories behind the songs makes him so much more relatable. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Ah, Florence's Santi Santos 8295. What breaking a fluke across because your name is a bit robotic. But anyway, thank you so much for this comment. I feel like you get the essence of what we're trying to do. And I'm really glad that, you know, we're able to do this. You know, we we sit down, we do the research, we curate the experience we want to give them. You know, some questions don't make it, some do. And, you know, when the personality is involved, it's top power, baby. Like, we do it. What are you talking about? Anyway, thank you so much for the shout out. And guys, we're going to get into our actual shout outs. That's going to go to Martinson, who I met at SA Live. Oh, my God. SA Live was a vibe, you guys. I Listen, it will do you good to come to every single one after this. Because now we have cracked it. And it, it, it was amazing. We had a great time with a new segment called You Know Ball. I'm still looking for... Like, I wanted something, like a name. Like, if I say, You Know Ball, then so everybody in that crowd will say something back. You know, like, David Dante used to say, I grow, and everybody say, Why so try? No, Libby, Libby. Yeah, you know. Um, I was looking for something like that. People couldn't give me anything. I was like, if I say, you know, ball, like, what would you guys say? It was so difficult. But anyway, Martinson was at SA Live and he literally said, put my name down and give me a shout out. I haven't met one, like, someone do that to me in a long time. Like, I'm, at least these, I meet people and they're just like, oh, I listen to your podcast. You know, no, like, they're not really asking for shout outs. So that was very welcome. I was like, oh my God, finally, people want shout outs again. <laughs> Martinson, this shout out goes to you. And then Nana Akosia Amponsa Entry. You followed us on our Instagram and I'm grateful. Your full guy government is out here but baby nana akusia and ponsa entry thank you for following us you don't know the world you have gotten yourself into it's a whole lot of goodness you know and um welcome welcome guys thank you so much guys for supporting everything that we do if this episode was great and you enjoyed it make sure that you put it up on your twitter on your whatsapp status on your instagram status right now you can put the link there and yeah i do the work for people because people are lazy copy the link I have, if you want them to listen copy it from any of the dsps I don't know. DSPs applies for us, right? Yes. If you want them to watch, copy the YouTube. You know what I mean? D like, when you talk about it, back it up with a call to action plan, right? You tweet about, some of you I see, you tweet, I, mean, I put, if you put Cecilia Cry inside the search tab on Twitter, I mean on X, you see people talk about us without like a hashtag or our account. I know some people want to feel cool, like, you know, I don't, you know, um, and you see it there. So I'm just saying, guys. If you're going to do that, just add the links to the thing so people can follow or subscribe and, you know, boost the numbers, you know, so the algorithm. Guy, that's the thing. You guys now have to understand something. When you follow and you subscribe and stuff, you know, you're boosting the algorithm to give a fuck about us and push us in front of more people. And it, when we get in front of more people, then more people will be convinced that, oh, yes, I should sit down with these guys because they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's a cycle. So if you want great things for the podcast, do great things for us. Well, all too soon, we've come to the end of another amazing podcast episode. Sincerely, Accra delivers yet again. <laughs> oh my God, guys, I had fun and I hope you had fun. And listen, you can always run it back and listen from the top if it did all that it was supposed to do for you. My name is Joseph Inzi. I want to give a quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report. That's the GCR Network premiere, premiere podcasting a hosting yeah podcasting hosting network <laughs> and a quick shout out to my co-creator and producer Mr. Kwame Asante thank you guys for listening we love you so much make sure you're always checking for us because you know what it is a good time on Sincerely Accra I'm gonna love you and leave you and I'm gonna cut you on the next one Kwame 5 4 3 2 1 0 this See your thing now, your body like banku. You they get me in the mood. Me they want me to call you. 
Yeah, oh Emma, you the hot like lava. My heart you the cut like Baba. Make I talk to your mama. Anything, anything you like, just call my number. See the way you the rock that baka. You be my bestie, I the love your mother. Come on, girl, come on, yes sir, my sir. Baby, your body name on like Papa. Baby girl, you they look good. If you no go mine, I go love to sample you. Them, them boy no go pick to handle you. If you give them their body, they go from both you. Twinkle, twinkle, my little star. Make I pick you into my Range Rover. You go get RJ, RJ, Daffy, Maffy, RJ, Daffy. See your team now. Your body like Panku. You they get me in the mood. Me the wobe koko lebu. Me the wobe koko lebu. See your team now. Your body like Panku. You they get me in the mood. Me the wobe koko lebu. Yeah. So many times I know even the one they try say You see the shorty she be bad oh Tell them they make her see you would give right there right there Make I be your only fan oh Every morning you go see me for your side there Twenty gigabytes then my eye clear W dot official sister who see the boys with the hype that gear The way what they day everybody see no it's say bad say bad Red devil with a cute backup You be like say you know the fear god And they make a beer just a linger yeah. See they chop me like I be some chicken and chips If I be winger, where they my shinger? I got my eyes on you girl You know say you did my radar See your team nabu Your body like panku You they get me in the mood Me the wobe koko lebu Me the wobe koko lebu See your team nabu Your body like panku You they get me in the mood In the mood Me the wobe koko lebu Me the wobe koko lebu She they shine like a diamond gun Shine like a diamond gun Talk, talk, talk to me nice, don't rush Anything you they like, I go buy your cost Baby, come, we go vibe, what's up? You too fine, no be lying, God The way you whine, make my mind don't bust Make I feel like a high on drugs You're such a body, baby Bad girls drive me crazy Bet you ain't get boy racy With Danny, with the MD Twinkle, twinkle, my little star Make I talk your matter and take over You go here, RJ, RJ, Daffy, Maffy, RJ, Daffy, Maffy See your team now, Your body like Banku You they get me in the mood Me the wobe koko lebu Me the wobe koko lebu See your team now, Your body like Banku You they get me in the mood Me the wobe koko lebu Me the wobe koko lebu This has been a Gold Coast Report production.